You're listening to 1590 Afterwards. Today is our, the episode 30. Can you believe that already? 30 episodes. That's amazing. That's X, X, X. Oh. Trace Eckes. Nice. I always like Dos Eckes better, but they did actually make a Trace Eckes beer, and I don't know. Maybe it was a dark beer. Oh, did they? Yeah, the triple X. Uh, yeah. That was the only of the – there was a series of movies, and one of them was called Triple X. And it wasn't like not – not the bad kind, one of those, but like a yeah. real one. And I remember Ice Cube was in it. We were on the road, and the other guys that I was with really wanted to see it. So I was like, yeah, go watch it. Good movie, I guess. Good movie with Triple yeah. X. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but one thing we do have to talk about here, because it involves – it's so funny how you can take beer and baseball and this weird group of nuns and all of this stuff and just end up with so much angst mm-hmm. when you're just trying to watch a ball game. Right. So your team did quite well over the weekend. Yeah, they they got the sweep of the Dodgers right there at Dodger Stadium. Won key games too in in, in difficult situations. Right. It was good baseball except for the fifteen to nothing. It's like the <laughs> touchdown and they went for two on one of them and the, the Dodgers got zip. But I don't want to make anybody mad here, but I do want to go towards the angle of sometimes I'm really amazed at what angers people. Mm-hmm. So this nun thing, I don't think that should be at a baseball game. 100% I'm not there with it. But it's like, okay, let it go. The more harumph you make means. Yeah, you're giving them more attention. You're more giving problem. them more people, publicity. You're right. Yeah, Yeah, and just, just let it go because we are in the day and age where if you protest it, it does inflate their position, and they were probably tickled. So I look at stuff like that. doesn't belong in a baseball game. I agree. So we had that at the Dodger game. For Friday night, and and that was a tough one. But this is one thing that does make me angry about the Dodgers, and one of the reasons why I really, really fell out of baseball. And I always got to pull out his card <laughs> when I bring it up. <laughs> okay, so many years ago, Manny Ramirez tested positive, and I remember Stick Jed. He texted me. He said, "Ha ha," and I said, "I am officially out. I'm done." Dodgers didn't punish him. Dodgers always pointed their fingers at Bonds. But then Gagne was poisoned. He took the drug. And I didn't think there was any discipline. Then the Giants fan gets beat up and injured for life. So what I would offer to people protesting at Dodger games, I think we have to be more concerned about the safety of people in the parking lot Mm -hmm. than we do about these knucklehead nuns that are out there. And I think the protest should be on Dodgers. Why haven't you done anything? You know, we've had and there's been if you just you just got to Google it and see how many fights there are in the parking lot. I know it was an Elton John concert, but it's still their property. A couple like my age were beat up after an Elton John concert for crying out loud. So oh I think the safety of the citizens is much more important there than these knucklehead nuts. And I do agree. I thought it was smart that the Dodger fans who were against it stayed outside. Right. You know, just do that. Just say, OK, it's the boycott, boycott thing. Just don't be involved. Then when they're done, go in there. Yeah, I, I think that's proper. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think. The Dodgers should be more concerned about how baseball 
looks as a safe, fun event for people to go to. If you do wear a Padres or a Giants hat, you are not going to be chased to your car. You'll be able to go there with your family. I think that's a little more important than the nun thing. And didn't the Dodgers start doing the thing a while back where they stopped selling beer after what seventh the, inning. Was the seventh yeah. inning? Yeah, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of that. And I mean, it's a. It, I've gone out to to one game and the bleachers seemed a little bit hairy. I was like, okay, as long as I behave myself, I can navigate this okay. But you're right. There should be um, some concern over that because you want everybody to feel safe. You want everybody to enjoy their day. And one of the best things you can have at a game is, if it's polite, the back and forth. I was at a Kings-Ducks game, and some of the yelling and chirping got a little out of hand, but there was no fights that I saw. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was funny. You know, it was it was jokey joke joke, but they were ripping each other. And that's how it should be, right. heckling, you know, chirping. That That's what it's all about. So anyway, um, again, I'm not promoting the nuns in any way, shape, or form, but let's really check where the dangers are and what takes away from the fun of a baseball game. Right, I agree. And this guy, <laughs> He's Manny Ramirez, and I heard he was like a really cool dude. <laughs> I know people who have met him and said just the nicest guy, but then he flunked his pregnancy test, and that was that. Well, can't hit a baseball if you can't get pregnant. Yeah, and that's uh, that was apparently one of the masks uh, that they used when you are um, under the roid. What a wild time that was. I, I really hope that we start getting more people being uh, honest about that because you still it's still taboo. You still don't hear a lot of the players that were even involved talk about it as much. Jose Canseco is kind of vilified, and he was as honest about it as anybody's been, and everything he said is kind of checked out. And a lot of people who don't understand steroids, I was around them a lot because of the days when I used to be in the gym. And one of the, it doesn't make you a better baseball player, obviously. But if it puts that little extra muscle, if you get injured a little less, because people do have to remember a steroid is also made. I think originally it was people who were in the hospital and were emaciated. They created this thing, oh, this guy's gaining weight now. And other people went, Hmm, right. You know, interesting. Just like this diabetes drug. We were talking about that this morning. It's a, a new drug for diabetes that apparently is a tremendous weight loss product, too. Oh, good. So people are looking at it going, well, that's a good use for it. So the company that made that, how excited are they? Right. The company that's got that, it's like Epo from Amgen in the old days. You know, it was made for one thing, then they suddenly realized athletic performance. Yes, Epigen was huge. That was one of the big drugs in the Tour de France. So when you look at that, and like the way I say France, whenever I yeah. say Tour de France, so sexy. But it's one of those things that there's always a cheater out there. But like you say, when somebody raised and said, you know what? Yeah. We were all dirty. You know, mm-hmm. it was the way we had to be at that time. And yes, I did do it. And you look at the Mitchell report, there was players at all levels. There were players that were barely in the league. Mm-hmm. There were player and and the majority of the players that had any kind of uh, you know, I guess honesty about it, every one of them said that it was more because they were trying to protect their job. They didn't want to lose their job to the person coming up behind them. And it was something that helped them with injuries. And the thing that got really funny was when you found out like Paul LaDuca. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Seriously? Okay. F.P. Santangelo. And that's it. And when you look at a guy like that, he was doing it for a lot of the injury. And if it puts 10 more feet on that ball, you don't fly out on the warning track anymore. You hit it over. A little Mm -hmm. more, you know, speed ball up the middle. So uh, full agreement there. And I'm not really against steroids. Right. I think there could be an agreement. Look at Arnold in in, uh, Pumping Iron and all that. 
I thought his measurement might be a little weird when he says all bodybuilders at this level do steroids, including me. He admitted it straight mm -hmm. up. And he says it helps you about 5 or 10%. But what that means, though, is if you don't use them at all, chances are really good. The best you can do is about 90% where the other guys are going to be over. So if you don't do them, you'll mm -hmm. always lose by that much. Yep. And that's the problem. So in hockey, I don't see them testing out. So this is what I believe. It's not that hockey players are so clean. I sincerely believe they're smarter on their stacking and when they know when to do certain things because it does literally help in every single sport you'll play, every single sport. There's a weird thing with hockey, too, and I hate to be uppity on it. And I know you love hockey, too. There's a little bit of an integrity thing with hockey that's instilled very young in the players where it's, you know, we've talked about the hand-me-down sport where, you mm -hmm. know, people, when they their equipment has a life that moves on past them and the, you know, they clean up after themselves and the, the teamwork has to be there. And it's just, it's a little, hockey's a little different. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, because obviously there was a lot of cocaine partying and a lot of that sure. stuff, but as far as the performance enhancing, I wonder. Yeah, and in hockey, when uh, Cole was in as a kid, when, when you get level up, they, you, you wear a tie to the game, and you would, mm -hmm. the thing that we would laugh at, Cole would walk out of the bus with the tie, and walk, the tie was seen for like 90 seconds. You know? <laughs> right. like, said, yeah, we want you out and about if you gotta wear this tie, but that was just another sum of it. And the other thing that's funny, and you'll see this happen with Tommy, when they play a girls team, because when the kids are young, you will play a girls team when they're very young. Hmm. And our coach, and Pavel, uh, he would say, if you check a girl, you're out for two games. Mm -hmm. So the discipline of the kids, the girls would just come up and rail into our guys, and they'd be like, ah, oh, and it's, you know, because the girls were one and two years older, and at that age, that's that can be a, a bigger girl. Those girls at the Cubes are They go. Good, yeah, they man. go. They're Absolutely. really aggressive. It's great. And it's fun to watch, watch that level of sport. So, yeah, I agree. The discipline I saw with our hockey players was far more. Coach threw a kid off the ice. Yeah. Done. Done. And it was like, in a lot of other sports, the parents would flip out. But in our sport, it's like, okay, you screwed up, kid. And that's the way it is. So anyway, it's just a topic, and it's just one of those things. I think sports are so great when they're just, just fun. Yeah, that's you know, They're just fun, even if it's the Dodgers against the despised Giants. If it wasn't for the Giants, we wouldn't have that level of competition, and it'd be boring. It's part of American yeah. history. It goes so far back. Yeah, Yankees, Red Sox. You know, there's there's mm -hmm. these battles where it just, uh, you know, look at Canadian hockey teams. It's just the way. Football. You know, there's some great rivalries, and that's what makes it really, really good. So that's fun. Uh, going back to the Vegas, because I can't get over the 8- to 10-foot uh, steroid-taking aliens. You know, they, the police there set up a bunch of cameras around, and oh. they left them up for about, I guess, three weeks, and they didn't catch anything on camera. So they took it away. What the police are saying here, they don't think it's a hoax. They think maybe they just saw something in the panic and the thing of it that really wasn't that. So they don't think that these guys are doing a hoax to get fame, but they also aren't saying, yes, there were aliens in the backyard. They're just saying they believe these people just missaw, you know, literally just were wrong, like something uh, went by or there's shadows and things like that. The differences of two people seeing it is odd. Right. That's weird. Just like when I saw my UFO. Thank God I was with a buddy. Yeah. And we both saw the damn thing, and we were both looking at it, and it was like we just couldn't figure it out. 
It's the same type of situation too, where you weren't out seeking a UFO. Yeah, they weren't seeking a. Weren't they, mm-hmm. weren't they just having beers and ribs in the backyard or something? Hanging out. Yeah, they're just <laughs> hanging out at the homestead, and that was it. But they put up cameras to see if there's anything um, they could catch, and they didn't. Here's, I'm sure you were involved with this. It was the 13th World Naked Bike Ride. Oh, absolutely. over the weekend. How could I not? Yeah, this happened. Apparently, it's a really big deal in Wisconsin. But it's all over the world. Bear as you dare was the theme for this uh, organized biking event. And again, just showing you protests can. Now, how many? And I wouldn't be one of them. Trust me. If I was on a bike, nobody wants to see that. Right, right, right. Nobody. <laughs> but you wonder how many. Well, hey, now. You know, you wonder how many were that way and how many were just people on bikes. Well, I do, I do like that there is the athletic requirement that you have sure. to be able to ride a bike. So you may get a little more athletic than you might get at your average nude beach. Yeah. You know, you think nude beach as a kid, you get all excited, and then you go and you go, oh, everybody yeah. can be naked. That's here. it, yeah. Oh. All people are, are naked. Uh, finally, on we'll do a little more on weight here. A uh, Chinese airline is now weighing the, uh, I, I, I always have to remember their flight attendants now, and it's a boy-girl thing. And a girl that is 5'1", they say, should weigh 105 pounds. That's what they say. Now, I would like to ask a 5'1'er or so, how light is that? You know, how, how thin mm. are you? But they're saying with all things on the plane. But what we're talking about, what about the pilots? Do they have anything? Right. So the flight attendants, and they say this is gauged all the way up. And a guy 5'1", apparently, they, they don't rate it by sex. So I'm guessing maybe in China it's more traditional to have female flight attendants, stewardess still. Where here with us now, there's, there's boys and girls. It seems half and half. And do they weigh them like uh, the way they do for fights, where they weigh them like yeah. the night before to make sure they're on, and and then they can they have a chance to like drink their water and rehydrate before the flight? Yeah, or the, that work? the the grossness of the jockeys. You know, they they have. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get to have a peanut for dinner. They ha- have and they one. have one of those troughs where Ugh. that's what they do Yikes. before it. So I don't know how it goes with these uh, sort of, but it is one of the things uh, talking about. Uh, it's, passengers and their weight now one of the things with you you're how tall i'm six foot two six two so when you get in an airplane seat there's a challenge mm-hmm. because you're a little taller so it's funny how the weight because the weight on a plane and somebody who is really large that needs two seats there's all of these issues now uh, but we are in a way kind of fat shaming people in public yeah it kind of scares me that they're like i said they're they're if you're weighing your flight attendant to make sure the plane can go up, we're too close yeah. on our weights. <laughs> like we need to yeah. draw back. Let's let's leave a couple. Let's leave like a thousand pounds to play with, you know. <laughs> so what I wanted to do is have like one of the office weigh-ins where everybody that's going on the plane has <laughs> yeah. to stand on one platform, <laughs> and then you just what did he say to? Oh God, now I'm screwing up her name. Dwight's girlfriend. Oh yeah, Angela. Angela. When she said, well, my doctor told me, he says, real doctor, what was he, a pediatrician? Right. So freaking funny. But, but there, is, there is truth in that. If we're cutting it, that thing. Like the other thing that I always thought was a little weird is when they talked about don't use your phone during a flight because it could mess up with communication and it could cause a plane. And I'm thinking, taken down by a Right. Turning on a cell phone? Yeah. 
<laughs> really? Okay. You know, it's like then why are cell phones allowed anywhere near any human being? Everything was going well on that yeah, flight, but until, Spence had to check yeah. his Facebook status. You brought that on the plane with Wordle. <laughs> Seriously, sir? But, yeah, that is one of those things. So, uh, yeah, agree. If, if the margins are that tight, there's more things that we have to be concerned with here. Uh, when's the last time you've been in a jet? Oh, it's been a little while it's been for me. been a while me. for me, too. Yeah. Yeah, because of COVID and all that. I can't even, the last time I traveled, and I was on a, a two-a-year two a thing for a good length of time, you know, going on two trips a year. Right. And COVID and all that, I, I would have to roll back. When's the last time I, I remember was you going on an to airplane? Yeah, I went up there to do Coeur d'Alene to do a car show. That was a while back. Yeah. And that was, and you know, that could have been it. Yeah. Cole's more of a jet setter than me because he had uh, some of the travel hockey. I think I go back even further than that. Wow. Some so strange yeah. when you look at how it was and how it is. All right. So we got to drop some pounds if we want to fly. That's it that quick. All right. Let's just have fun at baseball games, folks. Yeah, let's be good at baseball games and let's try to protest the right. If you're going to protest something, make sure you're actually making a difference. That works for everybody. I'm there. Thank you so much for listening to 1590 Afterwards. On behalf of Tom Spence, I'm Tom McLean.